a Radio 191 FM podcast. But now I'm joined by Zamir uh, Zahir. I've got to fuck that all up. Let's, let, let's get it. Zamina Zahira. Zahira. I know, I know, yeah, I know. Yeah. And I've said it the first thing a thousand times this morning. But I, you know, hey, but such is life. These things occur. It's all right. I apologize. That's not the worst pronunciation of my name that I've ever heard. No, but about. I've got it like a thousand times. I, even on the answering machine I left the, for your PR this morning, it was like, uh. Anywho, uh, you're in town, back in, back in New Zealand. Back in New Zealand. Uh, which you love, I assume, because you're here a lot. Yes, I do love it. It's my spiritual home. I've, uh, I'm writing lots of uh, letters to try and get a visa to stay here. Mm. I have no usable skills, but I reckon if I said, um, I have no usable skills, but I really, really love you guys. Can I come and live here? <laughs> I'm hoping that'll work. It won't. It won't, it won't work, work. But it's fine. It won't it's work. It's fine. <laughs> um, but your first time in Otipoti, Dunedin? Yes. Yes. First time in Dunedin. Yeah, and you've been here for a while. You got here yesterday? Or I got here day before yesterday. Oh, and have you found it so far? It was very weird and warm. Um, it was not warm. It was kind of oh, it was raining when I arrived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was muggy. You're right. It was muggy. Yeah. Uh, but that's fine. I had a friend who is from Dunedin, yeah. who took me down to the coast, and mm. we had a lovely drive. And it's ah, oh, stunningly gorgeous. It's so beautiful. It's this is the thing I find every time I come to New Zealand is that it kind of it's a weird and weird thing to say at this time in the morning, but it kind of feeds my soul. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. very lovely. It's very beautiful. There's something about it. That it it, I, it vibrates on the, a frequency that agrees with my the frequency on, that my mind vibrates on. I don't nice. know some it's other guff. It's always been a funny thing to me because other countries are very beautiful. Like yeah. Iceland's very beautiful. Um, parts of France are stunning. Yeah. Like, there's all these amazing places, but there's something about New Zealand I think that resonates with people. You can go to all these beautiful countries, but then you come here, and somehow it's just. It is. I tell you what, it reminds me a little bit of the place I grew up in, which is in the northernmost part of India, which is Kashmir, mm-hmm. which is a valley yes. that's nestled in the Himalayas. That's and right. it's also stunningly beautiful. And mm. there's the lakes and the the uh, mountains and, you know, all the the kingfishers and the, that we had in Kashmir. And I think also the sort of robustness and hospitality of the people. And yeah, I th- there's something. Something's going on. I don't know what it is. Never mind. Yeah, New Zealand. New there. Zealand was re- recently in the latest Mission Impossible film. Part of New Zealand was playing part of Kashmir. Oh, was it? <laughs> yes. I was wondering how they did that. I was like, that is not Kashmir. How no, dare you? No, it was Queenstown. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, you wear many hats. Yeah, but I you're do. not wearing one right now. Um, you know, musician. I can't wear actual hats because my face looks like a football. Oh yeah. no, so no. Just... I'm a big hat fan because I'm going bald. Um, but uh, musician, writer, director. Uh, you've worked with the National Theatre in the UK. Uh, you've toured with the Royal Shakespeare Company. Yeah. Uh, but you came to comedy quite late. Yeah. Um, I guess, and that's after acting. What drew you to comedy? And like, I mean, because you know, acting is playing a role. Comedy is you, your thoughts. Uh, just you in a spotlight. I mean, they're two very different mediums. You kind of answered your own question there, which is that I loved being an actor and it was great fun, but I was looking for a way to express or to talk about the things that I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were lots of things because I'm um, perpetually confused and angry. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I should be angry and confused about it. So um, I, and one of the things that was happening with the acting was that I wasn't getting the breath or I wasn't being able to work on the breadth of stuff that I wanted to. And that's the nature of the business. You know, some people, um, 
do it for a while and then end up with the kind of influence that allows them to pick and choose the work they do. Yeah. I was not in that place for whatever reasons. So I thought, okay, I, I love acting, but I, I want something more. And actually the idea of doing stand-up comedy just petrified me. Mm. So I thought, let me do that because I'll never really do it. I'll just do it for a bit and then yeah. it'll really scare me and I'll, do, I'll write a book or something. <laughs> but the f very first five minutes I did, I was hooked. I was like, this is like coming home. And I wouldn't say I'm a stand-up com comedian. I, I'd say I'm a storyteller yeah. and a ranter and I'm occasionally funny. Commentator. I don't know that I comment because comment, commentators sort of have answers. I have a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah very sure. few answers. Now I've got a question for you. What is an ass biscuit? So, um, <laughs> I mean, look, this is the tagline of the thing that we're all some kind of ass biscuit. The trick is how to be more biscuit less ass. Yes, yes. Which is that we are. I mean, it's a it's a it's a made up word. It's I guess. A, it's a poo. No, <laughs> it's like a person who's an ass. Yeah. But a person who's a biscuit. Uh. Which is all the good stuff and all the bad stuff, uh. and then you put them together, and that's pretty much everything. It's all human of us. Being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all of us. Yeah. Different proportions of arse and biscuit, different types of arse and biscuit, and the trick is to be more biscuit, obviously, um, which is very hard to do, <laughs> but we've got to try. We do. We've got to try. Uh, so, um, what is arse biscuit? What, or what within the show are you talking about? Where, where are you going with this? Um, look, I'm just talking about the fact that. We're, look, we, we're here, we all belong to one another. It's very annoying because there are many people that you just, that are ass biscuits that you don't want to belong to. Mm -hmm. But that's it, we're here, we've got to do this thing. How are we going to do it? And I'm sort of, I guess I'm exploring it through my own perspective and my own sort of, uh, my life and my relationships and the social constructs I've absorbed and the things and the people I've come across. And the utter absurdity of the world at large. Yeah. Uh, that's all really, it's just a, yeah, it's a bit of a, yeah, ranty, storytelly, funny thing. Um, you take on some pretty big issues, some big topics. Uh, you have in, in, in the yeah. past. I'm not quite sure about this show, but in, in past shows oh. you have, um, and you know, I mean, and some of them are quite important, very important that you have to, you have to discuss and be dissected. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, they're just you know your personal take on things. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, that's that's both a big responsibility to inform uh, and to get it right. Look, I th this is the thing that I'll always say to people is, and I've said to my kids as I was bringing them up, is that, you know, you question everything, especially the people you think you agree with, mm. the people that you think are your side. Yeah. When they say something or do something, it's all about intent and consequence, power and control. So I'm going to say things, they're very much my opinion. I'm extremely opinionated, mm. as I think everyone should be. Yes. Inform yourself and then have a opinion, for heaven's sake. Um, but that doesn't make it the gospel truth. It doesn't make it it doesn't make it anything it makes it one person's opinion and you'll either find something in there that'll make you go oh that's interesting or that's a load of bull I don't agree with that at all that's all fine yeah you know where I'm trying to have conversations where nuance sits so nothing is black and white nothing is I mean there's some things that are wrong and there's some things that are right but generally speaking we need to be able to find the spaces in between and that's mm -hmm. kind of what I'm trying to do yeah. at no point am I saying that my opinion is the right opinion 
I'm just telling you my perspective. Yeah. So even the stuff that I talk about that is factual, I'm telling it to you from my perspective. That's always going to be subjective. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the history is written by the people who write it. Yeah, yeah. And that's the perspective you get. Oh, exactly. I mean, even even your nightly news, you know, oh, yeah. you know, is a perspective in a f- yeah, different channels. Well, it's an interesting conversation I'm having recently with somebody who was complaining about the no platforming of people like Jordan Peterson or whoever is a fascist, right? And they said, oh, no plot platforming is like a, a freedom of speech issue. And I was like, to me, the idea is not, the interesting bit is not the no platforming. The, my question is, why give that person a platform? Mm. Like, if I want to hear about how immigration is bad, I don't want to hear from somebody who thinks that migrants are cockroaches. That's not an opinion. I want to hear from maybe an economist, a social anthropologist, somebody who's actually done some work in that area and can tell me the reasons why for example, immigration might be difficult mm-hmm. or challenging. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear from someone who just doesn't like other people. Yeah, well, so why have you given that person a platform is my question, not why are you taking somebody else off a platform? Yeah, That's yeah. a more interesting question. Well, if you hear from an economist, most of the time they're going to tell you immigration is pretty good. Well, exactly. <laughs> this is why they have to find people like that, because really, anybody who studied it is going to tell you it's always a good thing. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and, it's fun. It's, and the thing is, like, I mean, they are the ones that are often held up on the highest platform. We have somebody here in, in Aotearoa, who's a, a Don Brash, uh, and he is a very much um uh you know I say he's not anti immigration uh he was he was married to a singaporean woman um but he is very um anti um rights for maori uh for maoridom uh for saying they have special treatment and somehow whenever they're talking about maori issues on the television don brash is there they always get him why are in. they talking why are they talking to maori people yeah <laughs> Why aren't they, plat- you know, why aren't they talking about, there's a, there's a really good phrase, which is nothing about us without us. So if you're talking about a section of people, then those are the people that should be there. Mm-hmm. Like I've, in the UK, we have all these discussions about whether women should be wearing hijab or not. And by and large, there's nobody on the platform actually wearing hijab. <laughs> or nobody who's worn it in the past and chosen to take it off or mm. whatever. It's, mm. kind of, it's like, why are you having this conversation? Like, <laughs> oh, look, we're discussing quantum theory. Here are some homeopaths. No. No, sorry, to use the people who know about it. Yeah, it's a very, it's interesting. And to me, there's, a, there's something in that about fear and anger and late stage capitalism, which, which pits us against each other. Yeah. And instead of finding what, what we have in common, everybody's looking for the competition and what you can get off something else. And when we start doing that, we end up in a very, it's kind of self cannibalizing. The person that you're hurting most when you do that is yourself. Yes. Unfortunately, you're taking other people along the way who don't want to come with you. So buzz off and do that on your own if you yeah. want to. Don't involve us. <laughs> There's a massive rise in commentary um, and, and telling of stories like this within the comedy realm. Yeah. You know, um, you see it all over cable television uh, in the States and in Britain and in mm. Australia. Um, not so much here. Uh, we're a very small market, so we just take everybody else's. Yeah. That's <laughs> great. A, well, yeah, we have a little bit of pieces, uh, bits and pieces. But, um, I mean, for me, um, I think it's, it's, it's really important to look at things with the medium of comedy and behind it yes. and not laugh at the actual thing itself but you know uh, um, um, surround it with, with, with yeah. funny commentary because it, it just makes it so much more palatable uh, and it makes it yes. more uh, it keeps you more interested instead of watching a Q&A uh, yes. with some old white guy that's telling us the story of something I mean people absorb information in different ways I think also as human beings we need to learn to like 
everything matters and nothing matters, right? Mm -hmm. We're just like whatever uh, skeletons with meat um, or meat puppets. I can't remember who said that, but it was a fantastic description. And we're here. We're born. We have no choice. One day we're going to die. We have no choice. We are sentient in between. We've got to do the best we can. Um, and I think we should not take ourselves quite as seriously as we do all mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. And there is absurdity in dark situations. You know, there's in a previous show that I did, there's there's a story of how my grandmother once kicked a terrorist off a bus because she was very angry that he was being a terrorist. But she was 79. He had a, he had a Kalashnikov, but she kicked him off the bus. He fell on the road. The bus took off. He was sort of rolling around on the road. His gun had gone skittering away. He just looked very stupid. Now, it's hilarious. That is not to say that terrorists don't do terrible things and that they kill people and there's horrible stuff happening. But if you can have that moment where you can go, oh, yes, they are human. And sometimes an angry old lady <laughs> can take out somebody. With it. We just, it gives us hope, doesn't it, laughter? Yeah. Oh, without And humor gives us a little bit of hope to go, it's fine, we can get through this. Mm, mm, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, to find a little bit of light within the darkness. Yes, You know, absolutely. it's always important yeah. for the soul. Yes. The same reason why you're absolutely. here in Aotearoa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so your show, Ask Biscuit, it, uh, begins tomorrow night? Tomorrow night at uh, Emerson's Festival Club at 6pm. Mm -hmm. And it runs for three nights? Three nights. Three nights oh. indeed. Uh, you can find details on that show and every other show at DunedinFringe.nz. Um, thank you so much for coming in this thank morning. Thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Cheers. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.